Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio and listeners. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you're productive. I hope you learn and grow and let the joy and the love that's in you out to just cover up on others. And I, I just thank you for tuning in. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. I give you praise and the glory for this day, for coming in our lives, changing our lives, and healing our lives. Help my listeners to see the direction that you've got me going and them going. Help us to learn and grow and be the best we can be. With the love and joy and the peace flow to others. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, you know, hey, uh, doing a lot of stuff. Um, you know me, I'm. everybody says I work too hard, but I'm not sure about that. I love what I do. I don't think it's work. If anybody would like to call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Uh, Bubba Collins, a, a preacher that uh, that I knew his dad super well, and I've known him all my life, I guess. Uh, calling needing a Nissan, and I think I've located one. Uh, you know, but we talked about the Lord in our lives and the Lord, what's going on, and you know, we're on this earth short time. I'm telling you, uh, good morning, Bubba. And so uh, we're time flies by. It's I can't believe that my birthday's right around the next month. And I mean, yeah, and yours is this month. And so, but in, we're not going to hold it against you. you. got Cardinal shirt on today. But, uh, you know, I mean, time is going so fast. Hello, Donnie. And, you know, Greg. So time's going so fast, but what are we doing? How are we productive? How are we making decisions today that will pay off tomorrow? You know, and I ran across something this morning. Proverbs 7, uh, chapter 20, verse 7. The righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accordance with his godly beliefs. How blessed, happily, spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow man what happened to what happened to fathers in this country what happened to uh, being accountable and responsible and teaching our children the right things in the right way and what's going on and being that great example you know i know so many single moms that have raised their children on their own and i mean the kids are outstanding, the moms are outstanding, the children are outstanding. But, I mean, what happened to being a father that teaches his son right from wrong and, and teaches them how to be the best they can be? I don't understand. Has it been television? Maybe it was television. Oh, yeah, that's right. Big auction today, Donnie, down in Odom, Texas. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, I talked to, in fact, I talked to uh, Danny uh, the other day talking about maybe some plans coming down there in January. So, but as a father, we should teach our children right from wrong. Do we have discernment? Do we know right from wrong? Do we know, did we leave that bad example with the high payments and big houses and big cars and lots of toys and, 
you know, struggling at the end of the month. What kind of example do we set? Uh, good friend of mine, I've learned a lot about her lately. Uh, gosh, she knows how to handle money. She's wise at it. I mean, she don't blow it. She don't, you know, she makes she buys quality stuff at the right time. Do we do that, or do we try to overbuy? Do we try to, you know? And but car dealers, we're trained to figure that out. We're f- trained to, you know, see what we can push your button, the max, get all available dollar out of, out of your budget, out of whatever you're trying to spend, uh, you know. And so, eighty-five percent of the people that now this is not my figure. Eighty-five percent of the people that walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend to buy. Why? It's because we let pride, greed, selfishness, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, push our buttons to extend, you know, like I like I said, and I've talked to so many people, unbelievable, um, that that don't understand that, you know, it once you make that decision you've you've signed a contract. I mean, I've had a bunch of people lately call me and said, man, I made a mistake. How do I get out of this trap? Well, you signed that contract, and they're, they're not going to let you out. Uh, the lady that thought she was paying 16000 for a Tundra, and she's paying pretty close to thirty six or thirty eight. I forgot the exact number, but it's way past thirty. I mean, she didn't add up her payments. She didn't. I tell everybody, there's a calculator on your phone. If it doesn't, take a you know, some kind of calculator with you, iPad or something. Figure out the payment. See how much you're paying. I, I talked to a disabled vet uh, in New Mexico yesterday, and, you know, and he hadn't – his truck has lasted a long time, and now it's it needs a lot of work. And so we were dealing with and, – and being in New Mexico, what he's trying to spend, what he's trying to do uh, – he catches my nighttime Saturday night show that's on 33 states. It's amazing. It covers so far. But he's in New Mexico, and we guided him through his purchase. He, I told him where to search, what to do, how to do it, and he followed my instructions. And, wow, it worked, and it worked well. Hello, Hector. And uh, good morning. God bless you. And so we, we got him in the right direction. He was about to spend <laughs> – Way too much for a high mileage old model car, and making payments on it. I said, "Look at here, you know here." And so, with direction, I got him in the right direction. We got him going. We got him fit his budget. He's disabled, you know. We got him a little car. He needs to go to the doctor. He goes to the doctor once a week, and it's twenty. It's fifty miles round trip. So he needs something economical, something that he can depend on, something he can get back and forth with the doctor. But you know what? He was he was going in the wrong directions, and, and he didn't know, and he didn't know his opportunities. I got him hooked up on Lightstream. That's L-I-G-H-T, stream, S-T-R-E-A-M, dot com. And he found out what he could buy and what he could do. And then we found out that his credit score, and he went to FTC.gov, FTC.gov, found out what his, his credit score was better than he thought. So, I mean— he was talking to dealers, buy here, pay here, and if your credit's terrible, that's where you're going to have to go. I mean, son, it's your own darn fault. That's what my dad used to tell me quite a bit, and it was my fault. You know, my mouth has overloaded my pocketbook many a time. I, I can verify that. You know, so, uh, hey, 
And so this gentleman needed assistance in knowing what to buy, how to buy it, what he could buy. I mean, we're walking into blind. You're walking into a cave with no light, no nothing, in a direction that you don't know where to go, and you're going to run into obstacles. And and that's what he felt like because he didn't know what he could do, what he could afford, what he could buy, how he was going to be treated, what he needed for the future, you know. And so we got that all lined up. Ninety-five percent of my business right now is helping others. I buy cars. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy houses also. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I bought a Buick with a bad motor. Uh, bought a, a Suburban with a bad transmission. I buy a lot of wrecks, and especially because of Value Shield. Value Shield, I'm selling Value Shield because I think it's a great opportunity. It's the best deal I've seen for a little bit of money for protection. Uh, I have a friend of mine that was just in an accident, and it wasn't his fault, but he owes way too much on a car. And if he'd had value shields, he would have had 5000 going in his pocket for a little bit of an investment. It's a one-time pay deal, and, and he could have dumped his car, wrecked. You know, I buy a lot of wrecks, and I used to buy a lot of wrecks out of uh, a store here in, in downtown San Antonio. But I had to educate the, the salespeople and the managers because people wreck cars, and if it's two, three, four, five years old especially, they don't want to fool with it. They don't worry about the body shop fixing it. They don't worry how it's going to come out. They don't want to worry about them missing something. And then they don't want to drive a car with a bad Carfax and then try to trade it later. Loss of value. You need to tend to all that business right away. I make offers on wrecked cars like they are. I buy lots of wrecked cars. And you need diminished value. You need your insurance money. And you need my offer and put yourself in a new car. You don't have to wait on it. You don't have to drive something else. You can get you what you want right away. And a lot of people, it's amazing how they change. You know, well, I had a car. Now I want an SUV. I had an SUV. Now I want this. Now I want a truck. You know, people, they don't know what they want. They change their mind constantly. I mean, they see something. I'll tell a story about a guy. This 40-year-old man showed up in my car lot one day, and I had a 66 Corvette that uh, I was doing a little work on. And so he got his daddy to buy it. Yeah, his daddy bought it for him, wrote the check. And it needed a couple of little minor things, so I took it across the street. The guy was doing work for me. And so I took it over there, and uh, he said, uh, what are you doing over here? I said, well, we're fixing the, I want the light switch. I want a new light switch, and I want a new uh, ignition switch. Lots of Corvettes have, the mid-years, had a problem with the, with the ignition switch. So I took it over there, and I got him a new ignition switch and a new light switch. So he was talking to the guy, and the guy said, yeah, I paint cars. He said, well, I don't like the color on this car. Let me, I want to paint this car. I saw a red one. I want a red one. It happened to have black interior, so anything works. So anyway, he said, okay, and he gave him a price. He brought it back Monday of the following week. And uh, Brad, at the time, Brad Norris, Brad used to paint cars for A.J. Foyt and Red, uh, Red Adair, all the big people in Houston. He moved back to New Brunswick because his dad passed away and his mother was living at the lake. So Brad was working for me. And so, uh, well, kind of working for me, and then he went on his own. But anyway, this guy said, I want it to be red. He gave him a price, said good. He left it there. Well, about a week later, the guy showed up, and and Brad had painted the door jams and on the hood and getting it ready to paint red. He said, 
I saw a black one, and I think I, I want to paint this car black. So Brad said, okay, so let me paint it black. He said, all right. He came back about two weeks later, and he said, you know, I saw a white one, and I think white one's cooler. He said, okay. And, and Brad said, well, I'm going to have to change the color in the door jams and under the hood, this, that, and the other. And he said, okay. So anyway, he changed the colors again. And this guy showed up a week later. Hey, I saw a yellow one. So Brad is frustrated now. He's already stripped the paint off of this car several times. And so he let it sit. Well, you know, this guy couldn't make up his mind. Number one, his daddy had bought it for him and paid for it. It's a 40-year-old, never had a job, never could keep a job. You know, and so he was changing his mind because why? Because his dad had never trained him. His dad wasn't the example. His dad helped him too much, you know. But what kind of example are you setting for your children, what kind of example are you a father? You know, are you leading them and guiding them and giving them the right direction? Or are you just letting them go the direction they want to go? Well, this kid taught me something real quick, you know. And, you know, if in the car business, I've learned also, if a grandfather or a parent gives somebody with bad credit a large down payment to buy something else, odds are they're not going to pay for it. Why? Because they've never had that structure. They've never had that accountability. They've never had that responsibility of paying for something on their own. We've got to train our kids how to work, uh, how to be successful, how to be the best they can be. And so that pertains in what you drive, too. Hello, Johnny. And so what are you driving? What are you showing? Is it consume your thoughts? Is it consume? Do you brag about it? I got a buddy of mine, I don't care what he drives, what he buys. This guy trades, I've known him, I guess, 30 years, and he trades every year. Good morning, Clarence, and uh, God bless you. Uh, Bubba is how I've known him all my life, playing softball with him and all. And so, I mean, what are we, what are we really figuring about in our lives? I mean, Proverbs 27 really talks about what kind of example we're setting, the righteous man who walks in integrity? Are you walking in integrity and lives life in accordance with his godly beliefs? How blessed, happy, and spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow? What kind of example are we leading and we guiding? What kind of example do we bow over our heads? Do we brag about it? This guy used to brag about everything he owned. I mean, it was the finest and the greatest. But you know what I always noticed? He never repeated what he bought before. Hello, GR. He never repeated what he bought. I mean, you know, what kind of example is this, you know? The wishy-washy, the brag about how great this vehicle is. Good morning, Don. And 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 how great he, you know, he made this. Every buy he purchased, and I sold him a few cars. He didn't brag about it when he bought them from me. And I gave him better deals than he was getting. That's that's what was the crazy part about it. But he would always brag about a great deal, you know. The last time he was telling me, oh, man, I got the greatest deal you ever saw in your life. Finally, I, I guess I got a little on the f- full side of his, his bragging. I said, well, let's pull it up and see, you know, where you bought it. it might, they might have bought it at the auction. We can see exactly what. Good morning, Byron. And, uh, you know, 
exactly what. Well, anyway, he looked at the auction report, and it it was the exact same color and the exact same miles, and it was 5000 cheaper than what he bought the vehicle with. Well, he changed his tune real quick. I mean, the more we brag, sometimes our head gets so big that we don't understand what we're doing. Have you had your mind mixed up? You know, I, I know a guy that uh, we all know, a friend of mine does, and his life's a train wreck. And they said, man, his life's a train wreck. I said, it's because his mind's a train wreck. When your mind's a train wreck, it causes you to be in a train wreck all the time. And he, this guy buys way over his heads, always spending money, always got to have something. Have you ever bought anything and then realized a month later, I didn't need to buy that? You know, I've, I've slowed down on on thinking how what I really need in life. I mean, I don't need to eat as much as I eat. I don't need as you know, the great big house. Hey, I, I'm driving an 04 Grand Marquis I love right now. It gets 23 miles to the gallon. Hey, it's a cool, and it hauls all my drivers and all my junk and this, that, and the other. And uh, Sometimes I need a pickup because, like I say, we buy houses. Uh, but I got a pickup available, I'm, uh, you know, and I got a trailer available. I had a gentleman tell me the other day, I got to have a pickup. I said, what for? He said, oh, a couple of times a year I go get lumber. I said, well, rent a truck, you know, or get a buddy to haul it or something. He said, well, I want it available, so when I get ready to go, I want to go. I said, well, get a trailer. Well, I don't have a trailer hitch. You put a trailer hitch on your car. How long are you going to keep it, you know? I said, get one of those that are adjustable that fit anything that you, you know. I said, get you a small trailer. I said, you know, you want to buy, you want to swap your car off, buy a truck, and then two months down the road, you want a car back because the truck don't get the fuel mileage and comfort and easy getting in. You know, we we make stories up, we make excuses up, so we can buy something, and then two months, three months down the road, we realize we didn't need it. You know, I, I had a lady call me uh, this past week. You know, she's got a car with 50,000 miles on it. She's thinking about buying a new one. I said, what for? You're going to buy the same car, same color, but it's going to be five years newer. This one's paid for. You know, if you just need to have payments in your life, make payments to yourself. I mean, you know, I love Proverbs 1.5, that the wise listen and add to their learning. She listens to me. She's going to keep the car, but I wouldn't bet she's going to keep it long. I mean, she's got she got in her head she needs a new unit. Hey, we got open lines, 210-340-9585. Hey, and go to YouTube. That's Randy Adams, Inc., YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Watch the video. Hit subscribe. I need subscribers on my video. I need a bunch of them. So go to, if you like what I do, you like what I say, you see what I'm trying to do, go to YouTube. I need a little help. This is my pay. And tell 20 people to go to, to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and, and watch a video and hit subscribe. Well, hey, I'm, I've got, I think, 15 or 16. I'm going to probably have 100 in the next 60 days at least on there. And, it, and it's short, and it's to the point, and trying to, and there's some stories in there, and there's some experiences in there. And and I want to show you what's going on in the car business. You know, you're walking in on a professional team. I mean, they've got owners and managers. You're walking in against the Dallas Cowboys. It's little old you on their playing field. they got home field advantage. Remember what home field advantage is? That's them $50 million dealerships that, man, them, 
you know, they're cash cows. I mean, why would Warren Buffett own a hundred over a hundred dealerships right now and he wants to buy two hundred more? Because they're cash cows. And what do you do with money? We don't know what's going on. I mean he's he's got so much money he's gotta put it somewhere. Right now he's buying he was buying gold and silver. I don't know. He's he moves so quick I can't keep up with him. But I had a buddy of mine tell me he was buying a lot of gold and silver. And so I mean what do you do with your money? You work hard for your money. You go and you spend 40 hours a week. I wish I could get down to 40 hours a week. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to get under 60 right now. And so, you know, you work 40 hours a week. They hand you a paycheck. You put it in the bank, and the majority of it goes on a car payment. Man, that car payment's not too high. They just come too often. You ever feel that way? Oh, yeah, every 30 days. I'm telling you. Here we are at the end of the year already. December's flying by. We're on the 12th of December. It seemed like the other day it was, you know, October 1st. But we continue to grow. It continues to go. We got we got we locked down. We're like a cage line. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going through our minds. So are you ready? Be sure and go to uh, learn to buy and sell cars dot com, and and help your family, help your friends, help everybody. Hey, and YouTube, we're going to build it. We're going to get it rocking and rolling. I think I got three to put on today, and that's Randy Adams Inc. and subscribe, please. And so, but we we've got a plan for the future. We don't know what's going to happen with this new government that's coming in. I'm talking about the socialist government, and. You know, we're seeing what's going on in San Antonio. One day they shut us down. One day they open us up. They just want to do enough to slow everybody down and to hurt the business. And so, but I want you to be mentally, spiritually, and physically ready for what you need to make the right decisions. I've made plenty of wrong decisions in my life, you know, and so, and but I want to be the best I can be. I think we need to spend a little more time, a little more effort in what we're doing, how we're spending money, what's going on in our lives, making the decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. I want you educated. I want every opportunity for you to, to uh, you know, make that, that right purchase, you know. Uh, and so, well, yeah, the J.R., I got that one in San Antonio. And so... You know, we'll talk a little bit on the second half of the show about duplicate titles, um, bonded titles, reconditioned titles, salvage titles. I've had a lot of listeners call me about all these titles, and there's a lot of different questions. And But you need to know exactly what's going on with them because, let me tell you something, if you don't, you'll buy a title that you can't cash in. You can buy a title that you can't put in your name. You know, you'll buy something that, you know, and bonded titles, they, they've got some laws and regulations. Um, reconditioned titles, you know, sometimes there's insurance companies that won't finance them. There's, there's Randolph Brooks that don't like them. I mean, you know, so you got to know. I'll tell you a story about a friend of mine, what happened to him, and uh, he wished he hadn't gotten that trap. So you've got you to gotta be able to... You know, it's not all about money. It's about information. It's about education. It's about opportunity to learn and grow. It's opportunity to make the right decisions. You know, and nobody out there is trying to tell you 
and educate you like I am because you need the help. You need to understand what's going on. You need to make those right decisions because it's your hard-earned money. Like I said, you work 40 hours a week, and that, that, those hours are gone. I, I can't believe there's 71 years of hours I've lost, 71 behind me. But I'm still growing, still learning, still wanting to learn, still. You know, uh, the amazing thing about common sense is that when you have common sense, then you've got to figure out why those other people don't have common sense, why they make the decisions, why they're that way. I'm Randy Adams. Go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Subscribe. Give me a call. Here's my mobile. I'm going to give it second half of the show, 830-708-4789. Hello, Mark. Pastor, how you doing? It's 830-708-4789. We're going to take a four-minute break. I'll be back. Like I said, we're going to talk about titles. Um, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I still believe in Christmas. I still love Christmas. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give my testimony right after the show on why I was depressed during Christmas. Hey, if anybody gets depressed on Christmas, give them a call. Tell them you need to go to Facebook, Randy Adams Live, or listen to the show because I'm going to talk about the testimony I have for the difference in Christmas that I had. Be sure. and Hey, come back on in four, in four minutes. God bless you, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Good to see you on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Hey, and um, we're going to talk about titles partly on this on this show. I'm going to talk about uh, my testimony on being depressed during Christmas. If you've got somebody that gets depressed during Christmas, call them and tell them, hey, tune into the show, tune into Facebook, Randy Adams Live, uh, 6.30 a.m. the word. Uh, you know, just this has helped a bunch of people, and it's part of my ministry, and it's part of inner healing. I mean, we all got issues that we deal with. And so I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes. So if you've got somebody who you know that gets depressed during Christmas, give me a call or uh, on my mobile if they need to talk about it. But also listen to this show. Uh, it'll be on Facebook, and it'll be on kslr.com. They can call in uh, or go to that website and look up the show. And so we're going to talk about titles, and then like I say in about four or five minutes, I want to talk about being depressed through Christmas and, and what it did to me and how I got healed of it. So if you know somebody, please call them or please tell them to go Facebook Live. Please call them to listen to the show. Now, a lady called me about a duplicate title. She had a duplicate title, and I thought it was a Texas duplicate title. Well, it wasn't. She had a duplicate title from out of state, and she had bought this car, and she'd spent money on this car, and this guy would give her a duplicate title. She didn't realize that it was a duplicate because, you know, he handed it to her and said, here's the title. Well, she wasn't educated on it. You know, like I say, information, knowledge, and wisdom <coughs> sure helps us. And she didn't know. 
So she called me, sent me a picture of it. I said, this is out-of-state title number one, and it is a duplicate, and it's not any good. You're going to have to find out what state it came from and hope there's not a lien against it because there was a lien on this duplicate title. And if they didn't pay off the car, you paid for a car that you can't get the title because the bank hadn't been paid off. And so she was pretty upset because she'd spent quite a bit, I think, two grand on getting the car up and going. You know, and she thought she got a great deal. She didn't pay much for the car, but she dumped two grand into it. And she couldn't get the title. She couldn't get it registered. She couldn't do nothing. We, I found a way to help her out, and you need to call me just in case you've got a situation like that. We got, we got a little help for her, and it's going to kind of work out, but it's not the best thing in the world. But uh, So duplicate titles are not any good because there might be a payoff. Right now, title loans, which is the worst thing in the world, title loans. I mean, it's 330% interest. People don't realize. I used to have the license. My conscience wouldn't let me use it. I mean, I had the license to open up and loan you money on your title and then repo you because 98 99% of them get repoed. And after six months, you've already paid me back more than I've loaned you. And then you owe me another 20-something months. So, I mean, title loans are the worst investment you can make on, on a loan. 330% interest. I had a, a big-time banker next to me uh, several years ago. And he said, Randy, I listened to your show. He said, uh, and I listened. He said, there's no way that 330% interest is a title loan. I said, oh, yeah, there is. He said, I thought there was regulations and laws. I said, yeah, that is the law, 330%. He said, that's crazy. Nobody can overcome that. I said, yeah, about less than 1%. Everybody gets repoed. Everybody loses their car. He said, well, that's crazy. I said, well, the bad part about it, then, you know, you go get a duplicate title because you've got it there. You go get another title, and they sell the car, and then the title loan people are trying to chase down the car, and the person that already sold it, it's a mess. And so there's so much that goes on on cars and titles. And, and so you gotta be, you got to have the information. you got to have the education. you got to have opportunity to know what's going on. And so a friend of mine wanted a forerunner for his son. Well, I, I said, I got this one, and it's eleven grand. He said, oh, I found another one, Randy. It's seven grand. I said, well, I got news for you. If it's, you know, you're telling me what it is. If it's seven grand, something's wrong with it. Oh, no, the guy said it's like new. Yeah, it's been reconditioned. Well, I, you know, I kind of blew that off because this guy's a know-it-all. <laughs> and so he bought it. But it's reconditioned because it was salvaged prior, and they rebuilt it. So he said, it's got a reconditioned title. I said, well, you know, Bobby, be ready. Be ready for a battle. I said, you don't know how much. And, I mean, they'd put this, this unit back terrible. It was terrible. Nothing fit. This, that, and that. They started having a nightmare with it. So then he called me, want me to buy it. I said, now hold it. You got a great deal. I said this previous salvage truck, you know, I, you know, I'll make you an offer, but you're not gonna like it. So when I offered him three grand, he didn't like it. But anyway, long story short, I think they ended up losing four or five thousand on it, and I sold him a Forerunner a little after that for his son, a good one, and he he actually drove it. 
I think he's still driving. It's going on about three years now. So you got to watch out what reconditioned titles. And then there's salvage titles. Well, a lady called the station here about a year ago. She said, I bought this car. I was paid it out, and they sent me the title, and it says salvage on it. She said, I didn't know I'd bought a salvage car, and now we're having all kinds of problems. Is it worth fixing? I said, well, it's your car. You paid for it. Maybe you do. Car dealers are supposed to notify you, supposed to put it on the bill of sale if it's a salvage title. And so, you know, you're not going to see the title. You're making payments to them. So salvage titles are an issue. Bonded titles. Well, if you got a car and you can do enough research and you find out it hadn't been transferred in a long time, you can apply, and I've got the best guy that handles that, and you can apply for a, a, a lost title. You've got to get an insurance bond, but here's the key to a bonded title. If the owner can come back and prove that's his car, he can get the car back within two years. After two years, it's they can't get it back. So if you buy one, you do a bonded title, you're in that situation, you're you know, I wouldn't spend a whole lot of money on it because just in case the owner shows back up, you may have to forfeit the car. And I've seen that happen before, so it's it's a tough situation. So titles, you want a good, clean title. You you know, you want to see what's on that title. You, if it says flood, insurance claim against it, you know. That's why Carfax has become really vital in our business to look at the past history. A lot of people hate Carfax. All car dealers, every single one of them, has Carfax or availability to auto-check Carfax. And a lot of dealers run down to the auctions, good morning, Cliff, and they'll run down and they'll buy a car that's got salvage title, reconditioned title, bad Carfax, and buy it a lot cheaper and sell it like a real good, nice car. And then the customer suffers through all of this and, the, you know, uh, I can, I've watched auctions go through, and guys will just surround a car, and they start pulling up the Carfax, and they've seen it's had a couple of accidents, and just run from it. Where the other guys run over there, and they get excited because they can buy it three to 5000 cheaper. And then they add their profit retail, and they'll make six, $7,000 on a car that's been in an accident. Problem there is... If you decide to get rid of it six months, a year or two, then you've got all that. You've got to overcome. You'll find out you'll lose it. I told a story about a young lady whose mother inherited some money, and she wanted to buy her a new Highlander. And she lived in Houston, and she's from New Braunfels. And I know her mother, and I, I didn't know the young lady until she showed up. But she called me. She said, my mom listens to your radio show, and I need to sell my Highlander. And I said, well, I'll buy it. And so... I said, has it been in an accident? She said, no. Sent me some pictures. She didn't send me the VIN number because, you know, she said, I bought it, and I looked at the Carfax, and it was clean. I have the Carfax. I said, well, good. Bring it. Bring your car. I'll buy it. Well, she gets there, and I pull out the Carfax, and I look at the VIN number, and it don't match. This car dealer had searched and found a VIN number that was the same year, and he had printed that Carfax out and gave it to her, and still the real one, she had had two accidents on this Highlander. And so the value went way down, and she was sick about it. She was upset at the dealer, but here her mother had bought a brand-new car, paid for it, and gave it to her. She needed to get rid of this car, and so I made an offer. She went shopped around, found out I was high bidder, 
and she brought it back to me and sold it. And I made a little money and went on down the road. So you, you've got to look at the VIN number, make sure the Carfax lines up with with the VIN number that you're you're buying, you're purchasing. Because car dealers will switch you. Had some people show up wanting to buy a car, and they had a Carfax from another dealership, and it had the back page that has almost nothing on it. They said, this is the only page that we wanted a Carfax, and this is what they gave us. We we didn't think they showed us anything, and then they got suspicious of the guy. So they, you know, they walked out, and I ended up buying one. I got the car, right Carfax. A light accident, if we take cars off the market that's been in an accident, we'd lose 60% of the cars. We wouldn't have enough cars. Light accidents, the severe bad accidents, car airbag deployed, hurts. Uh, you know, you can look at a Carfax. You can look at the past history, see how much is spent on it. Uh, there was a car the other day I was looking at. Had three accidents on it. This old man must have drove by Braille. I don't know. He must hit everything in the world. But he had three accidents on this car. This car, nobody wanted it. It was tough to sell. It brought very little. You know, you got to know what the past history on the vehicle is. And if you're going to keep it forever, restore it, and you want to spend a bunch of money, take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. Now I'm going to tell you about being depressed during Christmas. Uh about uh, 15 years ago, Christmas was rolling around. My now ex-wife said, you know, you get depressed during Christmas. I said, yeah, I know. I said, you teach inner healing. Why don't you inner heal yourself? I said, okay. So I got, went into deep prayer trying to figure out why I get depressed during Christmas. And so when I, the Lord revealed to me, that at an early age, my dad would promise, I'm going to be home. We're going to have a great Christmas. Christmas Eve's going to be great. Everything's going to be great. Man, you're going to love it, this, that, and the other, you know. And and he wouldn't show up. And we wouldn't have Christmas. And we'd have very little for Christmas. I grew up poor. My dad partied hard, and my mother worked hard, and my mother taught me, you know, character and right from wrong discernment. And she did the best she could do. And I'm really proud of what my mother... My dad taught me a lot of stuff, but his lifestyle wasn't the way it should have been. And so during this time, I'd get depressed because all the big promises, all what I expected was going to be at Christmas and we were going to be like everybody else. All my friends had big Christmases. All my friends had big gifts. I didn't get any big gifts. And that, that taught me to be humble, I guess. and taught me a lot of stuff. And so I went back to those. I asked the Lord to take me back and show me my issues, why I was getting depressed. So I went back in there and saw when I was 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old and how uh, disappointed I was and how Christmas didn't mean anything to me. And, you know, and it was just there with my sister and my mother. So it was a tough, tough situation. Well, I carried that on. And I carried that on in life. And I'd struggle through the depression. And I would try to buy my way out of it, helping single moms. I would help a bunch of single moms. And so I I couldn't get that depression off. It, It stuck with me like glue. Finally, 
when I got through all this, I asked the Lord to forgive me, and I forgave my dad, and I forgave all the past. And now I love Christmas, I enjoy Christmas, and I don't get depressed. Well, I went in to see Matthew Hagee, and I said, i got to tell you what's going on and what's happened in my life and how this has changed. Last year I went through inner healing. He said, I want that on tape, Randy. I said, okay. So I went back in and I taped it. I taped what I just explained to you, how I was healed from it, and now Christmas doesn't affect me. And he played it at church. And let me tell you something. I had so many people say, thank you. I have depression during Christmas. And, and it just, you know, it just really gets me down. And I understand what you're and I've asked for forgiveness on the past that caused that. And now I'm in, you know, I want to enjoy Christmas. Well, one day I'm zipping through this big shop that's a new car dealership. I'd been back looking at some wrecks. In fact, I'd been back looking at some wrecks in the back they were trying to trade for. Customers didn't want to f- wait to get them fixed. They wanted to sold right away, take the insurance money, get the diminished value money, get all they can and buy a new car. So I come zipping back through this shop, and uh, the service manager, that I, I knew him and I knew him well, but he never really wanted to talk to me. And so he said, come here, Randy. And so I went over. I'm, I don't know what I'm thinking. I mean, you know, this guy never wanted to talk to me before. He always kind of shunned me off. And he said, hey, I just heard a testimony, and I want to thank you. I said, a testimony? He said, yeah, on radio. They played it on radio. I said, really? He said, I said, what was the testimony? He said, it was you. It was you, how you get depressed during Christmas, how the Lord revealed it to you, how you asked for forgiveness, and now you don't have a problem with Christmas. I said, that's true. I said, we all have this opportunity to study ourselves, understand what's going on in our lives, and see where every reaction that's bad comes stems from something in the past that we carry through. You know, and then during this Christmas time, I would get super depressed. Well, I had some other issues that uh, inner healing, and I can, you know, talk to you about inner healing anytime. You can give me a call on my mobile, and I'll give the phone number out again, get pen and paper, 830-708-4789. But Christmas is right around the corner. I don't want you depressed. I don't want you to struggle through this. I want you to be happy, full of joy and love and, and giving it to others. I don't want you to struggle through the past that did your expectations wasn't what everybody else had. You know, we go through some things in life that just because somebody else has something that we don't have, we don't need to be jealous. We just need to learn and be thankful what we do have. We got plenty to eat. We got a place to live. I mean, what else? There's people living on the streets right now. I mean, they don't have what we have. They don't have the opportunity. They don't have the growth. They don't have the love, joy, peace. You know, and maybe they want to be there. I don't know. I've I've learned that a lot of those people. That's where they want to be. But it's you know when your mind's a train wreck, your life's a train wreck. My mind was a train wreck during Christmas. My life during Christmas was a train wreck, and I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. So if you have any question, give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. Uh, I talked about Foursquare this week. I talked about spinning on YouTube. That's YouTube, Randy Adams Inc. Please go there, watch a video, hit subscribe. They're three, four minutes long. I didn't make them real long. I want to make them the best I can. And so, you know, I want you to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready for a battle 
on your vehicle. You know, and Christmas is around the corner, New Year's around the corner. What's your New Year resolutions? I start my New Year's resolutions usually in the next couple of days. And I try to get in that mode, and I try to carry it through beginning of the year. I, this year, my one of my resolutions is be productive all through next year. Be prepared for a pivot, for a pivot with our new president, you know, to be fluid, smooth, in motion, and, and have availability to buy and sell. And so we, we've got to put it all together and be prepared for next year. We're going to see some changes. We're going to see some crazy things happen. We're going to see these politicians that promised the moon and lied like dogs. I'm telling you, uh, there's no telling what Biden and Harris is going to do. But we know they're up to no good because of their past actions. You know, not what they say. It's their actions that count. we got a couple of minutes, don't we, Barry? 210. 340 That's 210-340-9585. Hey, get pen and paper. I'm going to give you my phone number right at the end of the show. You can give me a call. I get a lot of calls. I get a lot of opportunities on, on things that uh, we should learn, we should grow. And I learn from my listeners. I love talking to my listeners. Uh, it's kind of funny. I talked to two disabled vets this week. Uh on the same day, needing help, needing advice, needing opportunities to better their sales, better their transportation. And I love giving back. I want you to have that opportunity. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to be the best you can be. And so get ready for next year. Start now. A little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a whole lot of money. And so just like a gentleman that I helped get a – Give him options on He was ready to sell a Camaro, ZL1 Camaro. His mother-in-law listens to my show. He bought this car. Car dealer lied to him like a dog, man. I mean, just lay there and lie, lie, lie. Well, this car had low miles, and the motor comes apart. And when you go to looking for a motor for ZL1, hey, Bubba, back pocket national will hurt. Yeah. And so he was looking at a tremendous amount of money to fix this car. Loved the car, but didn't know what to do. Everybody's telling him, sell it, dump it, get rid of it, take your loss. You know, here the guy saved up his money, worked overtime, worked hard, you know, had a majority of it paid for, was seeing what he could lose and go down the road. Well, I mean, it's it's tough, but car dealers, there's a big-time car dealer on radio right now all, all across the country. He spends a tremendous amount. He spends a Half a million a month just on advertising. Isn't that unbelievable? Half a million a month, Barry, on advertising. And so, but he was in the retail business. He says all retailers are liars. Well, you know, I, I think he's getting those figures pretty close to right. You know, I mean, years ago when I got in the business, I thought 90% of the people tell the truth. I'm getting to think it's less than 10% now. It's flip-flopped. Why? Because of overhead, because it takes so much money to open up the door. They're finding new ways of making money, new ways of pushing your button. Now it's the Internet. Going on the line and just put all the information. You don't have to fool with a human being. Let me tell you something. They got them computers as smart as a human being. And that's why so many people who buy big 
buy late model cars off of big time independent used car lots and there's a bunch of them here in town and they go online and they buy a car and they get it delivered I, hey uh I've, I've done that for years and years hey granted hills in lano texas if you want a new chevrolet gmc or buick they'll deliver one to your door they're great people I know the good guys. I know the bad. Hey, Bruce and Kurt are owners. How many times can you walk into a dealership and meet the owner and deal with the owner? You know, I mean, that's the key. These boys, I buy from them. I sell to them. I watch how they handle their customers. And you go to Lano.com and and get on their website. That's Granite Hills uh, in Lano, Texas, a Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC dealer. They've got a lot of new inventory coming in. They got super low overhead, just like I was talking about low overhead. Hey, they got super low overhead. And you can go on there and see what the inventory is. You can talk to the owners. They got salesmen up there. But you can talk to the owners are there every day. Um, I'll be up there Monday morning. Uh, I've got some business to attend to with them there. I've sold them some stuff, and they're great people to do business with. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly dealers. Also, if you want a new Cadillac, Lincoln, uh uh, Buick, Chevrolet, Ford, uh, Dodge, Jeep. Give me a call. I can get it delivered to your door. Uh, we just saved a man on a brand-new Toyota, saved him 4700 Him and his wife were shopping. They didn't like the deal the way it was going. They called me. I got him a brand-new Toyota, 4700 cheaper than what the best deal they found. So if you want a new car, give me a call. I'll be glad to help you. Good morning, David. How you doing today? I hope you're doing well. And so give me a call. We'll get it delivered to your door. You don't have to fight the F and I people. I, I deal with the right people. I've been in this business so long. I've been in it 57 years. And Granite Hills is another great dealer, Lano, Texas. Look at their inventory. Give, them, give me a call, and I'll give you their phone number. I have their phone number. I have the owner's phone numbers. You know, they'll deal with you. They'll talk to you. They'll make sure the deal goes correct. Hey, this being this Christmas time, let's spread let's spread the love, joy, and quality time with people. I know that they're talking about you can't have big groups together, this, that, and the other. And if you want to know how to knock the virus out the way I did it and it worked for me, give me a call, 830-708-4789. I had the virus one day, got tested. They said, oh, yeah, you had it. But I know how to knock it out. It mutates in your nose, and it goes to your chest. When it hits your chest, you're in trouble. No, let's blow it out. Let's suck warm salt water. Let's blow it all out and get rid of it before it mutates and goes in. I knocked it out in one day. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. Please go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to build it. I'm going to have... Two, three hundred videos on there in the next three, four months. There's a few there, and I'm going to put more on, I hope, today and Monday. God bless you. I love you, listeners. Let me be your mentor. Let me help you any way I can. God bless you. Have a great weekend.